Welcome to the Writers F podcast. Full connection with Tammy Valentine and Sarah Meredith. Today we have the beautiful patient Modavi. I'm not sure if I said your last name right. You did. Uh, there you go. Take it away, patient. Tell us who you are and what you do. Thank you. Thank you for having me here, Sarah and Tammy. Um, well, I'm Patience. I am a um, mindset coach, lifestyle mindset coach um, for women. And also I work with young people um, in supporting them in living their best lives. Um, so you can find me um, doing some work around self-care and well-being in authentic care and doing some work around um, really mindset working with young people as well. Interesting, very interesting. And where um, is it you live? I am based in London, um, but luckily thanks to the power of Zoom, I've been able to connect with people all over the world. Oh. <laughs> um, so far, so um, that's been really, that's been a good point, if I can say, in the changing times that we are um, um, having at the moment. Yeah, that is amazing. I love the internet, eh? <laughs> it's like having people in your house without having people in your house. Exactly. <laughs> and you can turn them off. <laughs> right? And no COVID germs. We're good. This is perfect. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so how did you get into your coaching? Oh, um, so I think I've always been um, kind of wanting to do some um, anything to do with self-care and well-being and really helping people into uh, living their best life. But what happened is that I went on to a, a, a little journey. So basically, um, my firstborn is autistic. Mm -hmm. And um, when he was born, unfortunately, it was in the same time where things were a bit tumultuous with um, my husband at the time. Mm -hmm. And we ended up separating. So I went through a difficult situation, difficult period of time. Um, all through grieving um, because I lost my parents as well so I went to a period of time I would say where I was really um, kind of in like a in and out of like a depressive or depression state mm -hmm. and, um, and then I started to use things around me to kind of like anchor in this kind of like goodness and happiness and feeling good and well, you know, things that I really wanted yeah. to bring into my life and my son's life. And I started um, really affirming things in my life as well. And things like windows, doors started to open. And I just thought it would be a great thing as well to support other people in that way too. Um, and then I started Authentic Care, where I support women. Um, that was in 2018. And, um, and with the lockdown, I was really compelled to kind of support young people as well. Uh, yeah. I have a background of working with young people. So uh, it was really easy for me to kind of go in and, and be like, you know, I want to do a little bit more in the community. So that's, that's how everything started. <laughs> That's amazing. So um, you do a lot of manifesting, I'm guessing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, think, I think manifesting 
is amazing, but manifesting sometimes has um, either a bad rap or people <laughs> don't really understand it fully. So manifesting is not only just saying, this is what I manifest or this is what I wish to have, but yeah. it's also, um, in my view, putting actions and really driving um, your path along that journey to achieve those um, things you desire. That's amazing. And the young people you help, um, are they children, young adults, um, teenagers? So, so the teenagers, teenagers um, until like young adult kind of thing. Um, so far, I've mainly worked with, um, so I would say from secondary school until like 18, age, 18 of age. Um, but I'm also open to working with um, young people who are, you know, just starting their, um, their lives. Um, it's, it's just sometimes you feel like you have one direction. And this is, I think, one thing that I've learned in the past year is that there is no direction. There's no box that I need to be put in. I yes. can do whatever I need. And the thing is, when people are coming to you to ask you to help them, it's really Um, for me, it's really difficult. I'm a kind of nurturing person. So it's difficult to say, no, 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 I'm, you know. And um, so I just realized that there was a need and um, I was able to fulfill that need. So I've been doing this. That's amazing. And you said you're a natural empath as well. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. Um, I think it's, I've always been, but I've never really understood it fully until um, when I've been starting to do more work with people and really um, see like, you know, the, the effect and the benefit that people have had as well from working with me. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. amazing. I, I kind of agree with you there, Patience. I said this the other night, you know, like sometimes I think what happens is people chase their purpose for so long like you know like they, it's like almost like a scroll at the top of a mountain you know and sometimes your purpose is what you choose it to be yeah I agree with that I was um I was focused on a certain I guess career I don't know if I want to call it career but I was focused on something so much for like a year that I, but I didn't move forward with it I was kind of stuck because I thought well this is what I need to do to get to doing what I want to do what I want to do is podcasts mm -hmm. and writing and public speaking and still continue with my acting and modeling um, so I think finally um, when we had the lunar eclipse there or the not the lunar eclipse the, the retrograde yes it, it I decided you know what I'm going to stop wasting time trying to learn that and trying to better that when that's not what's aligned with me. Right. So it's, it's good when you find what you're aligned with and that's your purpose, whether it's your sole purpose or what you really, really want to do. I think, is that what you were saying, Sarah? Yeah. About I think too, your purpose can change, can't it? You know, like yeah. you might think, initially oh, I want to do this it doesn't work out but you can always go back to it or, or you can find it's a stepping stone 
I agree with you now because I've done that numerous times where you think, oh, I'm just going to do this to lead me to that. When it's like, well, why don't I do that from the off? Exactly. And I think, and I think this is, I mean, not that I'm just generalizing things, but I think this is really a woman, a woman's challenge, if I can say that, is that we are so used to being following the rules and going step by steps and not really allowing ourselves to just go for what it is that we're looking, we want actually. And and like I was saying, not being um, stopped by that box or that um time period that you're supposed to be in forever and ever no it's we we're evolving as human beings so why can't you evolve in your purpose and i think as well i think we i can say this for all of us at some point we've been single parents and i think especially when you're a single mother there's that almost societal judgment that well you can't be wealthy because you're a single mother you know it's almost that automatic or you, you can't be successful because you're a single mother. And it's like being a single mother in, in itself is successful. I agree. I've I've been lucky to, when my kids were little, I, I was with my ex-husband and I stayed with him until they were young adults. Right. Um, they're, they're 28 and 30 now. So I've, I've never had to be a single mom when, when they were younger. Mm. So I'm, I guess I'm fortunate in that area, but I, I can't imagine how hard it is being a single parent with a younger child. Yeah, I think for me at that time, um, when I because because what happened is that obviously I I separated mm-hmm. um, from and I went away from this relationship that was really toxic. Um, but what happened is that I, because I started really quickly understanding what I didn't want in life and what I wanted, I, ne- I, I can't say that I stayed s- single really long, really, uh, <laughs> in that way. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, six years later, still single, yeah. So, sorry, <laughs> Sarah. I didn't hey, mean it like that. You, you, you. <laughs> You do you, girl. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you just, you get it. Um, I, but I think at the time, um, at the time I was like, no, because this is what I, I really wanted to be in a relationship and a, a relationship where I felt respected and, you know, there was like a real, mm-hmm. like family involvement. Um, I didn't find it with my first husband, unfortunately, but I wasn't, um, like, I did not, give up if I can say it like that and I started affirming that I really wanted that life so three years later I met my now husband um, and that was in 2006 so we've been together since and up until now so there is hope for me yet <laughs> yes, there, of course <laughs> there I want is. It, but yeah <laughs> of course there is I think I think it's just I think for me at the time it was really knowing I don't want this. This is what I I want, and this is what I deserve. And I think you you know what you deserve. In yeah, the, the, I'm um I'm just I'm just starting to work on what I deserve and what I'm worthy of. Um, and I've been single for almost two years, and uh, 
you know, I have an idea in my mind now and I'm not going to settle for anything less than that. So if it doesn't come along, it doesn't come along. Like I've gotten yes. used to being on my own. I've gotten used to just trying to love myself kind of thing. And like, I've, I've been in a relationship with myself now for a little while and it's every day it's practicing self-care and, you know, like reaffirming what I want and not settling for any less just because I get lonely or whatever. I'm not just going to go out and take whatever, you know, so yeah. Yeah, there's hope for me yet too. <laughs> Of course, and I and I think you you're right. Like in that sense, I I, I feel that sometimes like we get so um, into the belief that this is how it's supposed to be, but actually there's a wealth of opportunities out there and options uh, coming to us every day, every single day. And like you said, once you know what it is that you deserve and what it is that you will align with yourself is just so easy um to open the door for it to happen i i don't know i, I, I that's that's the way i saw it happening and um, well, that's okay well my door is open for keanu reeves he just hasn't <laughs> walked through it yet so you know there's well there's still hope apparently he's still single so you know i'm aligning the pathway Yes. <laughs> and you have to put yourself in his path, though. You don't know who you are. Well, you might know who you are, actually, because you're being an actress and all that. <laughs> yeah, I doubt if he knows me. But, hey, there's hope, is what I'm saying. There's always hope. <laughs> yes, there is. Definitely. Well, you seem to be the type of guy that goes on the underground and everything, so you never know. Or is it the subway there? I mean, we call it the underground here, isn't it? But the subway there exactly like he he's walking amongst us in disguise right yeah <laughs> yeah there's it. something i love with law of attraction is oh you can say this or something better so you're not limiting the universe to just one thing exactly. like i'm sure he's a nice guy anyway but i just say sometimes you know we think people like we think these people are amazing and then we meet them and it's like oh actually yeah, I've, I've not heard anything bad about people meeting him, though. He seems pretty yeah. down to earth. Um, so, patients um, with law of attraction and things like that, do you practice? I, I mean, I know you said that you you pictured what you wanted in a husband and you got it. Um, is there anything else that you've um, manifested through law of attraction? Or, you know, tell us a little bit more. Yes. Uh, well, I think the fact that I am right here is um, something I manifested <laughs> and I'm attracted um, because so so basically um, uh, for a while, you know, when I started my uh, other business with um, self-care, I, I was wanting, I think before that, I wanted to be a coach. I, I think I've always wanted to be a coach. Um, unfortunately, I didn't know how to pinpoint like the coach, because for me, the coach was like a sport coach, you know, like someone yes. who is, is there to motivate you to, to, and, uh, to go, 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 go. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, I never really um, put everything together as in like a mindset coach or a lifestyle or business coach or, you know, I never went into that path. So 
when I was asking other people and I was like, but people always come to me and they're asking me for help and I'm supporting them. And what do you think it means? And I remember one woman, she was a consultant. And she was like, are oh, you just, uh, you're just doing something, you're just helping or you're just mentoring. But that was not mentoring because what I was doing is that I was, um, I was actually making them more positive about themselves and feeling like they had uh, hope when they lost hope. Um, and I was giving them guidance. So, so then um, one, one night, one night in December, I think it was 2019, um, I started to say to myself, this is not the path that I'm looking for. Um, I want to meet people and I want to be with uh, around people who will understand what I mean when I'm talking, and also will understand where I'm coming from, and go and you know going through the same path. Mm-hmm. And and that's where everything started. I started meeting new people. I started being more um, doing networking. And to be honest, at the beginning it was really fuzzy, so nothing was really uh, pinpointing again to coaching, but. It was really fuzzy, but throughout everything and until now, where I am right now, I've attracted people in my life that are just bringing me much more love, much more mm-hmm. happiness, much more bliss. So therefore, I feel in that state of mind and I am more open to other things that are happening in my life, like um, in general, in terms of, um, I can see in terms of money, in terms of so basically right now I am in my office I've attracted this office that my I manifested this office I never had an office I was working from my kitchen <laughs> before <Pleasure>. um, <laughs> so so everything is kind of like come into the direction that I, I want it to be and um, and I've got so many things that I'm trying to attract right now but um I'm still on the path to it. So I haven't reached it yet, but I'm getting there. Um, so I be so basically, I think uh, to come back a little bit about the question you ask, um, I do a lot of things to um to attract and to manifest the things that I want in my life, but also in my children's life. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm also trying, I mean, I, I wouldn't say try, but I'm I'm kind of like. Um, you know, influencing my husband <laughs> as well to kind of get on the boat. You're doing what to your husband? That's as awful. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to influence him. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's not he's not completely on board, but uh, uh, he's starting to understand like the ripple effect of what manifesting is, and I think manifesting is is actually going after what it is that you desire in actions, but it's also in everything that is not visible. So I do a lot of work um, in terms of like RTT on myself. Um, I do a lot of RTT, I do hypnotherapy um, with other people, like other coaches. Um, I've done EFT uh, in terms of like stopping, you know, and interrupting um, some of the negative patterns that mm-hmm. my mind was kind of like 
writing and also I do a lot of visualizing. So every single day I've got like steps that I'm putting uh, forward before even I step out of my house um, that are actually leading me on my path of manifesting. Okay, should you share some of them some of them steps? Um, yeah, that's amazing. That's what I was going to ask because right now I'm working out of a basically a big closet. So you know, my next step is to get my, <laughs> my an office. <laughs> so yeah, we'd love to hear the steps you take yes. for some of them. Yes. I mean, you don't have um, to go through your whole day, but that would be nice. <laughs> No, I, I think, okay, so one thing that really helps me, and I know it's not for everyone, because I was working with a client last time and she was telling me she can't do it, but I, I believe you can always do it in different ways. So visualizing. Mm-hmm. So when you, when you start visualizing, like, for example, the first time that you actually close your eyes and you go through like a script in your mind into what's the best things that, that you, you wish for, um, you kind of see everything fuzzy. But the more days you are doing it, yeah. the more you start to see details, the more you start to see, um, you, the more you start to see things that are making you feel at home, I would say in that space, yeah? Um, you start to feel even like, for example, let's say you are in your visualization, you are in the forest, you start to to feel the breeze. Yes. Well, you it's funny to, um, because. To... Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Mm, okay. When you're saying that, it's funny because um, I made a vision board about a year ago, and I had it in the closet. I only just pulled it out after uh, you were on Sarah's summit. Yes. Um, I pulled my vision board out, and I got. I'm looking at it, and one day I'm looking at it, and I could feel myself in my beautiful kitchen with my cup of coffee and Mm -hmm. I I actually smelled cinnamon rolls baking and and I'm like whoa that was out of this world and it was because of you on the summit and the things you had said so sorry didn't mean to interrupt (laughs) you but I just wanted to say that because of you this is what I've been doing okay so continue can I ask you, is it okay if you visualize things that, because I find I can't, I find for me, I don't tend to visualize things that, uh, that I've never seen before. Yeah. Like so- say I visualize a beach, I'll tend to see a beach I've seen before. Mm. Um, I think, if that makes I, sense. Think, I think that's, that's fine. Um, so basically, at the beginning, when you're starting visualizing, you are not attached to the details. So yeah. everything might be fuzzy, maybe something that you remember. You're just going with that flow. But it's yes. the continuity that helps you to kind of like define. So for example, I remember at the beginning when I started, um, so I was visualizing. I'm still visualizing because I want to manifest a... The special, my perfect house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so when I started, I had this kind of vision where I could see the house, but I could see the beach on one side and the forest on one side. Can you imagine just going from the beach and you cross the road, you're in the forest. 
Wow. And that was like really, really fuzzy. If I can say it like that, it was like, oh, it's not really clear what's going on, what's happening here. But I just went with the flow. And I think that's something that we tend to use our rational um, thoughts, a rational thought to kind of stop us from, um, from saying, oh, this is, norm- this is normal. And I think it's just letting go. So accepting the thoughts, so acknowledging the thoughts. So the thought comes in and you're like, oh, I've already seen this bitch. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. And I'm letting go. So you are you are acknowledging the thought and then you are letting go of the thought and you go back into your, your vision. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yes. So, I think and, so, yeah. And another thing as well is like sometimes it's not just about the vision. So you need to use your senses as well. So for example, if... Um, you go to the beach next time. Let's say you want to have um, uh, go on holiday in the beach. Next time you go um, to the beach, any beach, you can take some sand, you know, and you just have this it, sensation in yeah, your head. Yeah, I was going to say you don't take it from the beach, so you don't like it here. <laughs> no, but like you have legal. <laughs> you you have like the um, yes the sensation you know so that sensation the fact that you're touching this is gonna stay with you so when you are now back in your house and you are thinking of the beach you're gonna have that same feeling does that make sense what i'm saying here yeah so these are things that you can put in place and that will they kind of like follow you if i can say it like that (laughs) yeah to your practice yeah um and i think i remember on the summit i was talking to you about smells so once again, you, you use, you, you're using all your senses and, and you associating things that are positive for you. And those things will then uh, start to appear. Like Tammy was saying about um, um, the cinnamon, when she was smelling this mm-hmm. cinnamon um, smell, you know, in the kitchen. That's exactly it. It's not because... Um, the smell maybe might not be in the kitchen, but is the fact that she's associated that smell with a, a feeling of happiness, of bliss, and being at peace. If yeah, one hundred percent. I. Uh, it was funny. I, I. I pictured myself standing with my morning cup of coffee. I smelled like I just smelled the coffee, but then I could smell the cinnamon rolls, and I could feel the hardwood floor on my feet, and it was just incredible like it was almost like all of my senses were right there in my dream kitchen so and I I, and now every time I think of the home I want that's the first thing that that I get and now I've actually um I've moved like when I envision it now I, I I finish my morning cup of coffee put the cup in the sink and walk to my bedroom that has the bathroom with the big bubble bathtub. So like my vision is growing as to what I want my dream house to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and I feel like what happens, I mean, that's what happened to me is that from just seeing, for example, the corridor at the first, at the first time, the door, the corridor, now, then I went into like, oh, the kitchen, oh, the living room, how the garden is, you know, and you start to add and everything becomes really. So now, right now, if I was to close my eyes, I would see everything so clearly. 
and and that yes um it works with your with your subconscious and then what happened is that in your everyday action you start to take action that are um, kind of like supporting that that journey to this thing that you want to manifest that's amazing yeah like I I I I can see my whole house the backyard the front yard the driveway everything now um since the summit Uh, like it's almost like every other day I added what I want in this room and how I want this room to be mm-hmm. and it's simple but it's very big and open I and that. I see all my family there yes. like my family yes. and friends are around the dinner table now and you know or they're sitting out by the pool with the big mountain in the back it you know it's just it's it's incredible and I get chills because I'm like I can feel myself yeah. in this house what yeah. my dream house yeah you know? Hey, that's the star of your next book, Tammy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta finish these first two first. <laughs> it's just they say with fiction, like I've been learning myself through creative this creative writing course. They're saying about like writing random things in your notebook to just get yes. your ideas. No, it's just with book writing, it's never like well, I mean, is it, it's something that's developed, isn't it? Like you read, when you read a book, it's generally not from, like, that's not the first draft you're reading, is it? People have developed the book over time. I think, I think, um, so for example, Sarah, now you, you, are you writing a book right now? Um, I'm doing a creative writing course. Yeah. So um, I so suppose, you know, you, I am writing a book. It's just So not, you want to... She's 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 uh, an author in a book already that's been published. Yes, okay. I am. So so is it that you want to become? I mean, you want to do write another course? I mean, why? Yeah, I want to write yeah. some fiction books. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think one thing that I realized as well that is helped me. Uh, I do a lot of writing, but I mean, um. Also because I, I, I'm writing a book, but um, but also because I do a lot of journaling, and um, in my practice with my clients, um, journaling is really at the forefront. So um, one thing that you can do or you can implement if you're not doing that already is to have a meditation right before you what? start writing or you start going through a creative process. Have a what? Sorry, I a meditation. Oh, a meditation. Yes. Just be just before you about to go into your creative space. So, so what you want to do is kind of like um, allow. So you know when you're meditating, you're either putting your hands um, down, so you kind of grounding, or you like inviting all the, the energy in the vibe. So you want to have your hands, your palm up and invite all this good energy and this this um, creative spirit that is comes with you. And then after that, you start to write or you start to go into your writing process. And, I, and what I found is that because you've kind of like quietened the mind, then it's as if you've got this flow of, um, 
I mean, I don't know. This is how I see it. Like I'm yes. kind of flow of ideas and things coming um, from everywhere. And also, um, it's not really common, but I get a lot of ideas in the shower. <laughs> so you could. I get mine. I get mine when I'm washing dishes. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's water. <laughs> oh, that's it. No, the water. Not that unique, though. I'm only I've I've been getting mine recently from doing. Um, it's a, a morning group that I've been doing. It's a two way prayer. It's called, oh. and they give us ten minutes, and they have nice little very quiet music in the background. They give us 10 minutes to open up to our higher power, whatever we believe that to be, and then just write everything that comes in our mind. And then we have a 20 minute sharing portion where we share it with two other people and they give us what comes to them from our writing and then vice versa. So, and I just started that on Monday. I'm missing the class today, but that's okay. They do another one at nine tonight. Um, but I've, I find I'm really enjoying it and I've had so many great ideas come to me because yeah. of it. So, yeah. 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 It's, it's really important. The, the more you quiet the mind and the more you actually more creative and more proactive into doing things. Yeah, see, I always believed that you had to keep your mind busy, 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 go, 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 you know. Um, but I'm learning so many things this last year and even this just this last week it's it's incredible I've um, I've had a meditation like I meditate every day Mm -hmm. but twice in the last eight days I've come out of the meditation gasping for air Mm -hmm. so I don't know if I got so deep into into it that I lost my breath I I, Mm -hmm. I don't know what happened but it's happened twice now in eight days and it's almost scaring me. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to meditate today. That's kind of scary. <laughs> and, and, how, how do you and, meditate? Is yeah. it guided meditation or? It is, yeah. Maybe yeah. try a different one. Different one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have. I tried uh, different ones. Um, and there's two now that got me so deep that I, I came out like this and just gasping for air. It's like I couldn't get, and it was just like whoa <laughs> that was different you could find with that one then they're not bringing you back properly because you know with some meditations they're like right we're going in we're going in we're going in you know then you have the meditation and they're like right we're going to start coming out now maybe they're not bringing you out hmm. if I, that makes I sense. don't know I didn't get to the end of those two oh, right, um, maybe. but when I was like so deep into it everything was black and I just came out like gasping. That's all I remember. So I don't know. I don't think it sounds like it for you, because surely you shouldn't feel like that. Yeah. No, I'm not going to be doing those two anymore. But uh, but I think another thing as well, it could be, so I don't know if you are, um, I mean, if you are open to this, but it could be your chakra. It could be one of your chakra being closed or or needing to be um kind of like released and that could create so there could be a block somewhere that could be a warning a warning sign Hmm. as well so i think um i'm I'm not i'm not like a light worker i mean there's people who do that but i think maybe like 
looking for meditation that help you to kind of like release your just chakra. open up my chakras yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's the kind i'll look for today then i'll look for a guided chakra meditation yeah. um yeah because something probably is blocked or yeah. something is just really really open <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe but um but i found it like so basically um there was um I think it was like a month ago or something like that. And I found myself like really going into this, this kind of like um, tunnel where I can't get through. Like, it's like, I'm always into this kind of closed space. And, um, and what I did, I, I did like um, uh, art um, activation and, and, and work through my chakras. And then it got me to be a little bit more um, lightened up, if I can say it like that. And, and these kind of things, um, they kind of lessened. So I think sometimes it's also that. Um, and also, um, also another thing that I found is that sometimes when you are always, always, always doing the same thing, um, you tend to get to a kind of stop and it's like, it's, it's, it's not working and it's just giving it that time to kind of like your body and your mind your spirit to kind of go like okay I'm just yeah. gonna breathe and I think I need a little more practice like I've been practicing meditation for almost a year now um and um I, I think for the first six months it um I don't know I just couldn't quiet my mind and I I think I'm still looking for what works for me yeah if that makes yeah. sense yeah. yeah I don't think meditation's about necessarily completely quiet in your mind because sometimes your mind's going to be initially I find for me it's like rah, 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 you know like the moment you start you know the mm -hmm. moment you stop all the thoughts start and it's like about um something they talk about in headspace um they talk about it as more the illustration they use is like watching traffic why me as you don't you know, if traffic moves backwards and forwards, you're not chasing the traffic. You're not like, oh, my God, let's go get this car or let's go and get this. You know, you're you're just watching it casually. And that's what they're saying when you're meditating to see thoughts like that. Do you see them as coming and going? Yeah. And I, it, Oops. Yeah, I think it, because there's meditation and there's mindfulness. So maybe you could try some mindfulness exercise as well. So the mindfulness is really like in the moment kind of thing, um, where you kind of like or oh, in the moment. And on a, another thing, I don't know if I spoke about this in the in the summit, but what about nature? Mm. Are you next to nature when you're meditating? I do in the spring, summer, and fall, but right now it's oh, winter okay. in Canada yeah. and it's like minus thirty degrees. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd freeze to death to try to meditate outside right now. Um, okay. But yeah, usually in um, when the weather's warmer, I try to do it by the lake. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe if you have a plant in your house, uh, maybe being next to the plant. So, um, or, or crystals. You've got lots of crystals, haven't you, Tammy? I have crystals and I have this one plant that's alive behind me. The poor thing looks like it's dying. Good thing it's like a bamboo and I only have the water it like once a year because I'm telling you, I have a hard enough time taking care of myself, let alone any, any yeah. other living thing at the moment. <laughs> Bless you. 
Uh, but I think it's a, it's, I mean, it's been a struggle for me with plants as well. <laughs> but this year, this year I've been really good. I've been like taking care of them. And then I, I saw my plant today. I was like, no, what's happening? So I went to Yeah. <laughs> I do not have green thumbs. I do not. This thing I've had for about seven years. And I don't know why it's still alive. Like you can see all the brown leaves that's fallen down in it, but still these green ones start to sprout up. And then I'm like, oh, I should water you. That's amazing. Yeah. It's like abundance. <laughs> it's like abundance. It's, it it's is. I, I love my, I love my poor little plant. It's, it's so cute. Poor thing. I should water it today. Speaking of. <laughs> Is it just me or if we all forgot it's a podcast interview? <laughs> I know, we just start talking, <laughs> eh? but that's okay. It's, it, it's it flowing. <laughs> I like it. I like yeah. the flow. It's, yeah. it's, it's amazing. Oh, definitely, me too. Yeah. I just for a minute, I was like... <laughs> I, think it, I think it's supposed to be with ease. Like, I, oh, I, wasn't, I wasn't like that. I, it took me a while. But if I didn't... So if I wasn't on my vision, I would have never been into a podcast. I would have never seen your, your, your course, yes. you know, to be on the manifestation, um, the manifesting summit. I wouldn't have been with you guys today. So it's wow. just been on a journey of like, okay, this is what I want to do and I have to go. And, and now I found that uh, it's again, this is this is what I'm telling you when I'm saying that I'm manifesting the right people in my life is because yeah. um, I'm finding it really easy to talk to you both. I'm finding mm -hmm. it really easy. Like there's no forcing. There's no, you know, like uh, the interaction is not um, difficult. Um, but yeah, I've had times where we, I've interviewed people and it's like pulling teeth <laughs> on both sides, you know, because I haven't like known this. what to say and I don't know what to say. And it's like... Obviously, we're not aligned with each other. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I love that we're all in alignment uh, here. Yeah, uh, we're all in yeah. alignment here and it's flowing. It's it's very, um, it's interesting how we all came to meet and connect. And even um, on the summit that day, uh, Sarah had asked me if I could kind of co-host yeah. because she had a few things to do. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, no problem. And it was funny because I co-hosted with you and two other ladies and it's just been so much alignment since then like it, it's incredible exactly and and there's been like I've been on a few other podcasts where it's been a bit like uh, and you're like or or you know the person is always cut, cutting you cut, cutting what you're saying or you know like you you feel like yeah. you're not really but um but the more time goes like um I did the podcast with a lady on Monday she was amazing as well like um the more time goes the more I'm like aligning to be with the people who like actually fit um yeah with, yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's always amazing. I love doing podcasts like this um, with Sarah. Um, I don't think we've done one yet where it hasn't flowed. Our first couple, we I did cut off 
in the I know, middle was of the sentences. I know, there was the first one you, like, cursed off at the end as well, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, because I was a little <laughs> nervous. I'm like, oh, we've been doing an hour now. We should stop. But, I, you know, I'm, I'm learning yeah. as we go too, right? So I'm getting more in flow and more aligned. And, you know, I, I, I if podcasting is something I really want to do. I want to do my own and I want, I like, I'm loving doing this one yeah. with Sarah and our guests. It, it's incredible. Like I said, the, the more we do, the better aligned I become with it as well. And the more I don't cut people off. <laughs> exactly. And, and the more you, you'll find people who are really talking about what it is you want. You bring out there. Yeah, and that's why we call it the soul connection, because a lot of people are, um, you know, they law of attraction, manifestation, um, coaches helping people, you know, like, it's just, um, it's very aligned with who we are, you know, what we do, we have writers and stuff as well. And I've ever since I was little, I wanted to be a writer and an actor. And I you know, I'm working on all those things. Finally, now, I just turned 48 years old last week. And um, I ended up having a relapse because I, I was like, man, I'm, I'll be 48 in a couple of days. Uh, what have I achieved? Like, I'm single living on assistance, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not really do. And then I snapped out of the oh, poor me, and started seeing the things I do have and then started realigning my, my focus again. Um, I recommitted to AA and uh, started working with my sponsor again last week. And then this week I started doing this prayer group, two-way prayer group. And also last week on Thursday, I started doing art therapy on Thursdays. So That's I go amazing. out and we do, yeah, so... I feel so much more aligned this last 10 days than I have in a long, long time. And, I, and I'm really enjoying it. And I, I do know that podcasting, writing, acting, those are the things, public speaking, those are the things that are completely aligned with me. Those are things I've want. Well, I don't know about a podcast when I was little because I, they weren't invented yet. But, you know, as I go on, this is definitely something... I want to do um, and the other things I've wanted to do since I was a little girl. And as long as I'm still breathing, there's still time to do them, right? Of course, of course. And and as long as you are saying it to, you know, saying it and um, telling the universe or telling God or, you know, um, your the faith that you are following, like the yeah. more you affirm in it, the more um, it's going to happen. <laughs> but I think it's already there I think you're already a podcaster you don't need Whoa. to become a podcaster you already want yeah exactly you already yeah. <laughs> yeah yes and that's one of my affirmations that I write when I journal in the morning I am sober I am a podcaster I am an author <laughs> so yeah yeah and, and it's like um so that's one of the things I was talking about in my um, in one of my program where I was saying that we are always waiting for to have the um, permission to getting this permission from something from someone 
from yes. you know people out there saying that we are so but actually you could um, you could give yourself that permission really easily and, and just uh, like you said affirming it um being out and saying like this is who i am and this is who I, and and you become this person you become this person that you really wanted to be yeah and that's what i'm saying this last 10 days mm -hmm. since i got sober um my actual birthday will also be my sober date um but since i got sober and recommitted to everything this last 10 days everything's aligning and i i've been doing the i am I am. I'm not waiting for somebody to give me permission sure. to be like, well, you know, if you do this, 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 and this, you, you, you can achieve things or, or you're too old to do that now. Fuck that. Yeah. I am who I am. I'm a fucking podcaster. I'm a fucking author. <laughs> you know, And I put that in front of, uh, you know, between the am and the, what I am, because it, it, solidifies it right like you got to use sentence enhancers sometimes yes and 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 plus it's like how you feeling it how is is um coming obviously resonated within you i think that's that's why people say things like that and um there's a lady that i follow i think um her name is leonie dawson and um, the reason why i follow her is because she's so raw in that way you know and she, I mean, a podcast basically says Leonie Dawson refuses to be categorized. And that's it. When I saw that, I was like, yeah, that's for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Same with on my, on my other podcast, every other word is swearing. And I'm very raw, vulnerable, you know, like whatever. I, it is what it is. Yeah. This is how it is. And that noise like you know that's that's kind of how I am on my personal podcast um because why the way I look at it is if I'm gonna sugarcoat myself or my my way of speaking or my way of communicating then the people listening aren't my listeners mm -hmm. yeah you know I completely agree I, I think there's there's no point to go on to this journey if it's not to show your authentic self yeah exactly authentic me um i've been more raw and vulnerable the last 10 days i everything just feels like that last relapse i had lasted a few days but i think was that when it, i asked it, you how you were and you didn't reply yeah i was i was no, drinking like, for a couple no, of days we're kind of new <laughs> yeah people who know me know um, but I think it got it out of my system yeah. because up until then I couldn't picture the rest of my life without a drink at some point. I, I couldn't. And I yesterday I looked yesterday, I, I had my AA meeting and then I had my CA in-person meetings mm -hmm. and I'm like, and, and when I'm sitting there, I was like, holy fuck, I haven't thought about a drink in days. And I'm like, I looked at my friend and I'm like, you know what, I can actually picture the rest of my life without fucking drinking yeah. because this last 10 days have been so incredible for me. So awakening, so enlightening, so fucking real that if this is how the rest of my life is going to be, but it's only going to get better, then yeah, this is what I want. 
Yeah. And this is well, what so I'm going for. I'm just curious. So before that, was it always like almost like that focus of counting the days since you had a drink, focusing on not drinking as opposed to? Yes, 100%. You understand what I mean. You know that? Yeah. And I oh I didn't have a drink today you know that yeah and that's how it is uh, or was like like yeah I no actually it's been 11 days since I had a drink now see I'm not even really counting I just know my birthday and um but up until then every time I think of holy fuck I still got years left to live how am I going to get through without a drink maybe I'll just get healthy and then drink again later maybe I can learn how to socially drink uh uh, uh. I'm a fucking alcoholic we can't ever socially drink there's no such thing um but I would panic and I would get overwhelmed and I would get scared and I would white knuckle it but the last since since I came out of that last relapse binge whatever you want to call it I've been so at peace and I'm like, Mm -hmm. I don't care. I I can, I can picture how amazing my life is going to be going forward. It's only going to get better and I'm doing it and I I can do it without a drink, you know, no more white knuckling the last few days. I haven't, like I said, yesterday, when I went to the meeting, my friend asked how I was doing and I'm like, you know what? I haven't even thought about drinking the last, I don't even know how many days I stopped counting. Wow. I think this is the same with every addict. Oh, I just mean they're taking every day at a time, isn't it? It, it is. And you, you're, you're pop, like when, when it comes to addiction, you're completely powerless over it. You really yes. are. And the thing is, you got to learn how to take your power back and take the power away from the addiction and you know not give it the power because it it will confuse you and baffle you Mm. and trick you every single time and you know i think um i mean i don't know if you don't mind me (laughs) oh go ahead giving some unsolicited advice here um um i think you should go back into your 10 days, that your 11 days or how many days it's been and just review those days and see the things that you've done, the people you've spoken to, like where you've been, what's been happening. Um, even like I was saying again, like smells and smells, tastes, what did you see? All of this and what did you hear? And, and when you review it, just pick certain things and you make sure that you anchor them. So basically, so they become anchor into your life, your daily yes. life every time. Because I totally agree with that. something has happened in those days that has made you feel so good. And I think what you want to do is like make this kind of feeling a bit more infinite if that makes sense <laughs> yeah. it it makes total sense and the things i've been doing differently since then is i've become more aligned with what i want to do like i said i have been journaling every single morning and i've changed the way i journal instead of being like oh i i 
you know, there's this, 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 I'm like, I am grateful for, Mm -hmm. and I list what I'm grateful for, or, you know, I list the good things I dreamt about, or, you know, so it's, it's, it's kind of different than what, how I was journaling before. Um, I start the morning with a coffee. I start the morning with my morning AA readings and the St. Francis prayer. Um, And I find that those things are a net And I also, the other thing I also do is every morning I email my sponsor first thing, Mm -hmm. you know, so I'm doing things differently. And yeah, you're right, patients, Um, things do even smell different. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes sense, but they smell better. They, you know, like I just wake up in the morning, the last three mornings I've woke up with a smile. I woke up smiling. I've never done that in my life ever. I think that's amazing. And you know what happened? Like, I mean, what, what I've noticed or what I've experienced is that when this happens, uh, it's like you're feeding love, you're feeding love to yourself and yes. there's more love that's coming. So you're attracting more love, you're attracting more bliss, more positive things in your life. And it just becomes like a, you, you become the magnets you are you are actually becoming this magnet of positive things in your life that's amazing (laughs) well thank you what you think sarah (laughs) well even um my friend yesterday when we were at um the meeting she was like you're you're different you're so grounded you're so at peace it's just there's such a difference about you like you're emanating this Mm. warmth this glow and i'm like it's called love just giving more love and more positivity and more vulnerability and you know like it's just things that I've been implementing I finally got them all put together and making this big ball of wonderfulness you see in front of you today (laughs) amazing Well, I learned with that through Sarah, the secret too. Yeah. They they say to with the you know the se- the secret book, yeah. the law of attraction book. They say about having like a list of things you can go to when, you know, like if you're feeling a bit down in the dumps or something, you need to shift your mood. You know about having a list that you can go to, to lift you back up. Because mm. I think there's nothing more right. What I mean is, we all have days where we think. <laughs> You know, we don't feel too great, but it's yeah. about finding ways to shift it, I think. Everyone froze. Yeah, I agree. I'm no, we're here. Sure. I, I wasn't sure if you were done talking and I didn't want to no, set no, anyone just, off. <laughs> it just froze. Yeah, I'm here too. But yes, yeah. I, and... and um, and I think we, we're just human, like we just need to be kind to ourselves. And sometimes, you know, everything flows and sometimes things yeah. don't, don't really flow. So it's just accepting that it is what it is. Like I have much more um, um, bandwidth for rest now than I used to have before. So I incorporate a lot of rest. And I think sometimes that's what you need also like the body the mind and the spirit is can cannot like always just go 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 you have to also allow it to kind of like breathe and release and and and, or even um taking what it has to take without you doing any um 
involve work or if that makes sense. Um, and I found that I get even more clarity once I, um, I come. Yes, I, I understand that. Amount of that it's... rest, you know, like even like I, I go in hibernation and then. <laughs> I think it's yeah. a pony though, isn't it? Because society doesn't really teach us that, does it? They teach go, 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 or or you gotta find, you know, I keep going back to the purpose, but it's like even in school, I, this is my argument against school, really, is it's always saying that you need to know what you want to be when you grow up, and that there's a careers advisor rather than a life advisor. So it's almost like, you know what I mean, that you know, and if you don't know what you want to be, you failed. Or if you don't do too well in your GCSEs, you failed at life. You know, it's like, but people can go back to college at any time. Yeah, 100%. And the thing is, when I was in school, and I used to say I wanted to be an actor, um, it was frowned upon. Yeah, I bet like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. You'll, you'll never make it as an actor. You're from Newfoundland. Um, no, 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 you got to pick something else. So then I would say I wanted to be a nurse. And then, of course, they put me in all these hard courses mm. because I'm, I'm smart, so I can do them. But I didn't want to do them. That's the problem. It's like I didn't want to go dissect a fucking frog. I yeah. wanted to go stand in front of the whole school and make them laugh, you know? Yeah, yeah that's something I always teach myself. Just because you're good at something doesn't mean you have that has to be your path. I mean, I mean, it is good when it's you know, you still have to love what you do and you still have to be good at it. But I just mean, you don't have to pick everything you're good at because, you know, we're not all good at just one thing, you know, there's lots of things. And I think sometimes this is where the confusion comes in. This is a bit like, well, I'm good at talking to people. I'm good at doing this and I'm good at doing that. So it's like, which one do I choose? Yeah. That's why I picked all of them. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's fine too, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know I'm just teasing you know me I mean it's true but I am teasing kind of sort of maybe no it's just like what you were saying with wanting to become a nurse but it didn't fit you so just because you might have been good at it doesn't mean you had to pick it yeah like I do have a really good bedside manner I'm great with people I'm very nurturing very caring very kind um and my dad wanted me to be a nurse so he didn't want me to be an actor Mm. um so I only started really pursuing the acting after he passed away um I got pregnant at 17 so I had to drop out of school so I didn't get to become a nurse either so it's just been um um, customer service industry mostly that I've worked in yeah. like waitressing or reception or yeah. you know just something where I'm talking to people or dealing with people because I am actually really good with people yeah. um, but, but it's, it's only been the last even five years that I since I left, left my ex-husband that I've really been focused on this is what I want this is what I'm going for and it's only been the last six months that I'm really going for it again. Mm. And I find every time I start really focusing on what I'm going for, instead of trying to find all these other odd jobs to pay my way, I said, fuck that shit, fuck that noise. I am focused on what I wanna do. I have a roof over my head. There's a little bit of food left in my fridge. And I have this, my my computer, the internet, my, my stuff you know what, fuck it, I'm going to go for this, this is what I want, this is what I'm going for, 
And once I find that I focused on this, everything has been aligning so much better for me. Everything has been working. Everything has been, and I'm not, I'm not saying that tomorrow I'm going to wake up and it's still going to be aligned. Um, who knows what tomorrow will bring, right? Like, so for now, I'm just focused on today. This is what I'm doing today. And this is what I want to do, you know? So um, when, when I was in school, everyone was like, nurse, 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 nurse. Like it was all that was drilled into my head. And, um, and you know, you got to get good grades. You got to go to college. You got to. Yeah. So when I got pregnant at 17, it was like, oh my God, you just ruined your life. No, I didn't. I just started it. And this is it just because you get you get pregnant at an early age or whatever age it was doesn't mean it's the end i mean you know like you can do things even when you well you've got the children you don't have to like wait until they're older yeah but see that wasn't what society yeah, expected of me right yeah. so i had to do what my husband wanted what society wanted what my dad thought was right you know it was always take care of your kids you know, do what's right. Oh shit. I just became an alcoholic because yeah. I'm trying to do what everyone else wants, but it's not aligned with what I want. So thus started my 20 year drinking career. Yeah. Oh. And, and, and this is, oh my gosh, like everything you talked about, I think is, is, if, is what every, I mean, a, a majority of women are going through in their lives like there's this kind of like traditional role that you've got to play and you've got to be doing this and you've got to be having this role and and there's no really like room to maneuver exactly and perfect little housewife I had to be the perfect little housewife I felt like I was in the 50s and the only thing I didn't do really was wear an apron but everything had to be cleaned properly in its place laundry had to be done dinner had to be on the table at a certain time kids had to be taken care of bed at a certain time lunch is made you know and then I still had to work um, on top of all of this and it it was very frustrating because I could never say how I felt um, because that wasn't allowed like I wasn't allowed to have feelings so Tammy found the bottle (laughs) yeah that was a coping mechanism and, yeah. and that came in because of what happened. So when you push, 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 then you eat the wall and then you're like, oh, what do I do? And, you know, so it, it, like a lot of, I mean, a lot of us, we go, we go through um, the same, the same, um, I would say the same journey as, as you, Tammy. And I think that's what propelled me to do like you know to to work with women on what you know on 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 guiding them into that state because that's exactly what I experienced but on another level you see so it's so weird like I'm sure Sarah you've also experienced you know I was I'm dyslexic I didn't even know I was dyslexic until I started my first degree I had no idea I was an alcoholic until I well until I was told I was one actually it's funny somebody's like Tammy I think you have a drinking problem and I'm like yeah only when I run out I had absolutely no fucking problem drinking <laughs> like how is this no this is not a problem for me I'm fucking good at this 
<laughs> but that's the thing. I was so conformed into you have to be this way. You have to be a good mom. You have to be a good wife. You have to, you have to, you have this, this, this. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this. Okay, give me more wine. Yeah. I'm so good at this. This is this. And you don't feel. And the thing is, when you don't drink, you feel. Like, who wants feelings? You know, who wants feelings and to be told what to do? (laughs) No, I'm going to live in an imaginary world and I'm going to drink. So, yeah, like, I didn't even realize I was an alcoholic until a few years ago when somebody's like, Tammy, you're an alcoholic. And I'm like, fuck you, I'm not. You're an alcoholic. So you drink a bit more to prove them wrong. (laughs) I did. Mm. I absolutely did. Oh no, no, no! I'm very open about my addiction. I'm very open about. Yeah, I am an alcoholic. I'm. You know what? I'm actually proud of that title because Mm -hmm. it has made me who you see before you today. Yeah. I wear it as a badge of honor because. I would not have learned the things I learned. Mm -hmm. I would not have left my ex-husband five years ago and started on my own journey if it wasn't for alcoholism and my Mm -hmm. addiction, you know, but unfortunately, like you said, patients, a lot of women do um, drink because they're repressing themselves, right? Because they're afraid to, go against the grain they're afraid to stand up for themselves they're afraid to you know become who they want to be because that's frowned upon you know yes exactly and and i think it's it's like you said it like it's, it's not just about alcohol sometimes it could be about different things like um it could um, be eating disorders, it eating addictions, it could be sex, sex, um, yeah. you know, it could be even um, like, um, you know, be, uh, developing behaviors where like you go and steal things, not, not because you need the things, but you kind of like using the thrill of, of, of stealing to yeah. kind of like it, it's filling a void this, this, um, yeah. emotion in you where there's yeah. no control yeah um you mentioned sex and this is not something i've ever said in the open or out loud yet it's uh it's going to be in my book but um i did cheat a lot on my ex-husband because i was looking to fill a void mm-hmm. and yeah. the drinking helped me not have um, I guess, I don't know what the word is, not modesty, but it, 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 um, I can't think of the word, but it, I was looking for love and I missed, I like, I was misplacing, uh, cheating and sex with random people. I was like, oh my God, they love me. Mm -hmm. Like they, they really love me, but it wasn't that it was just, well, they were looking for a one night stand, whatever. And Tammy was drunk enough to not give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and this person was paying attention to me and, you know, so like there's all kinds of different addictions people can have. Mm-hmm. And, you know, part of what I, I coach on um, 
is helping people take their power back over their addictions yeah you know um yeah oh that's amazing sarah we lost you i had to go because mia needed some in uh, um <laughs> i'm so sorry ladies is, is um <laughs> i know he's gone over anyway. oh my god like, yeah <laughs> i didn't even i didn't even notice the time it's just it, been so it's, good it's just, talking um, i've got my two little ones at school so i'm gonna have to go and run (laughs) no worries thank you so much for joining um, us today patience it was it was such a pleasure talking to you thank you so much for joining us i'm so happy to be here too and um can I take a picture? I take a screenshot that I'm going to put on my Facebook. I mean, when you, of when course. the episode is live, obviously you let me know and I will. Oh, yeah, so, we will. Yeah. yeah, Sarah will send me a link and I'll upload it on our group on Facebook and the main my main Facebook page and I'll definitely tag you in it. Okay. I'm, Even though I'm not on Facebook. <laughs> are, you, are you ready for the picture? Yes, I am. I'm always ready. Hello. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You ready, Sarah? <laughs> I've... Amazing. Yeah, and you can post that whenever and just tag me in it. That's yeah. perfect. But yeah, thank you so much for joining us. This is great. You can uh, schedule with us again at any time. Yeah, I'm tomorrow. You know. I'm with Sarah tomorrow. Yes, <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> Yes, that would be lovely. See you tomorrow. <laughs> See you tomorrow, Sarah. And thank you so much, Tammy. Uh, you take care. Have a thank you. lovely day, um, rest of the day. And continue on your journey. I wish you all the best. Thank you so much, Patience. Right. I'm going to stop recording now. <laughs>